And I think the biggest lesson that I have learned was the woman that was helping me at the time. She just reached over and she was like, can you give yourself permission that it's okay to be there? And it was like, wow, I didn't know that on top of what I was feeling, I was judging myself for being there. Welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast. My name is Tina Conroy. I am so grateful you are here. If you have found me, you are a seeker of spiritual growth. I honor your journey. Thank you for listening. Welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This episode is sponsored by the Intuitive Expo held on May 5th from 9 to 4 in Syracuse, New York. I have the honor of being one of the intuitive keynote speakers as we talk about positive life change. Join me and founder, Dr. Pam Denton, for a day of building spiritual community to transform your life. Also, don't forget about the kickoff party the night before, May 4th at 5.30. Meet the speakers as we kick off the expo, share a channeled meditation, and hold a group reading. It is held at Embassy Suites by Hilton. All the information and Eventbrite ticket link is below. Before I introduce my guest, I would love to turn to Archangel Raphael for guidance. Allow yourself to find a comfortable seat. If you can, close your eyes. Take a nice deep breath in and exhale away. At this moment, Allow Archangel Raphael to come to mind. Archangel Raphael comes with healing. We call forth the archangels, angels, spirit guides, and masters to surround us at this time for all our intentions and to hold ourselves in prayer, consciousness, divinity, and light. As we choose a card from Archangel Raphael. The card that comes forth is the card, yes. Allow Archangel Raphael to help and trust your feelings at this time. Say yes to all that you know, your truth, all the possibilities, and your authentic self. This is your time to step in to make positive life change and to allow yourself all the opportunities that are ahead of you. We take a moment to honor this message. I am honored to have Tina Marie back on the podcast. If you'd like to go back in the archives, please go back. I had her on not that long ago. Tina Marie Bertoli, angel therapist, medium, and licensed spiritual counselor, communicates with your angels and spirit guides to receive divine guidance for all aspects of your life. She channels messages 
and love from the angelic and ascended master realms, deceased loved ones and pets, a Reiki and IET master teacher, certified past life and crystal healer. She is also a Kundalini yoga instructor and hosts the new podcast, I Am Rising. I am so excited to bring her back on the show. Tina and I could have talked forever. I met Tina right after Sandy hit here in New York, and we have stayed connected for this long. She is just a beautiful, beautiful soul. She gets real with us on the podcast, talks about her dark night of the soul and how things are for her, her beautiful venture, and her new podcast, I Am Rising. I will leave all the information for Tina Marie in the show notes. Go check out her podcast and enjoy the show. Hi, Tina. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm so good. It's always so funny to say my name to someone else. That's my name. (laughs) (laughs) I know it, isn't it? I do the same thing. That's why I just said, hi, I'm great. How are you? (laughs) I don't know too many Tinas. And then I know when we met, my goodness, how long has that been? Do you know how many years? You know what? I am so horrible with time. So I don't know. It's been a while though. Well, I am so delighted to have you back on the podcast. And if you are listening, if you're new to the community, go back in the archives. I have had Tina Marie on before. And today we are going to have another amazing conversation as she speaks about her new podcast and all the new beginnings in her life. So welcome. Ah, so good. I feel like we should just take a nice deep breath together as we... Yes. Ah. So good. Absolutely wonderful. So let's just jump right in. Let's allow the listeners to get to know you. Some people I'm sure know you and are well connected to your community, your essence, your beauty. But for maybe someone that doesn't know you, share a little bit about where you are now, where you are today on this journey. Okay. Um, Wow. What a question. I guess the first thing that comes up for me is that a lifelong journey for me has been to discover who I am, to truly be myself, to step into my power and my worthiness. And uh, ever since I was a little girl, my dad would always say, be yourself. And, you know, it was always kind of an embarrassing thing like, oh, dad, you know, and it's, it's ironic and then it's not <laughs> that that's what has been my life and journey through any endeavor from talking to the angels as a young girl to shutting them out in order to fit in uh, to then moving through different aspects of life from acting to working with animals, going through depression uh, to find myself. And along the way, um, really reaching new heights in doing healing work to having it all fall and having to really reinvent myself. And it was like we were just talking before, um, I've had a few dark nights of the soul. Uh, And this last one has been a big one for me that I'm, thank God, out of. And I am truly rising, all no pun intended with my podcast, I am rising, but it's that's where I'm at now of, of sharing that journey to help others. And so because you have gone through, and I, I guess 
maybe I'll ask you because there might be some listeners saying, what is the dark night of the soul? So I know you and I know that, but what would you, what would you say that is? What, or what does it mean for you? Right. Um, you know, I, I feel like even saying the word depression doesn't really fit it, but it definitely is a form of depression. Um, my first one was probably the most traumatic because it nothing, uh, God, I mean, I, I didn't want to do anything, see anyone. Um, I didn't care about anything. It scared me. And at the time I was going through um, Michael Beckwith's agape practitioner training. So I'm dating myself. That was my early twenties. So quite a long time ago. So to be in a spiritual program where all of this I was learning and to feel nothing and to not care, um, it was this part of my soul that felt empty. I didn't feel my angels anymore. I didn't know who I was or why or what my purpose was um, at all. Like I had no identity. So deep, deep darkness. Um, the beauty of it was I couldn't play an act or a role anymore. I couldn't, because in other words, if you were to say, how are you? You know how we all just say, oh, I'm good. How are you? Like, right. I, I couldn't even fake that. I wasn't good. And so there was an authenticity that came out of it where I had to say, I'm, I'm not good. Wow. So a, a realness and a rawness came out of it. And then since then, you know, that was a while ago, but I've learned a lot from it and, and we can learn a lot from it. And I think the biggest lesson that I have learned was the woman that was helping me at the time. She just reached over and she was like, can you give yourself permission that it's okay to be there? And it was like, wow, I didn't know that on top of what I was feeling, I was judging myself for being there. Sure. And so that was like, <sighs> talk about taking a breath, you know? Did it come on slowly or did it, was it very fast? Like I've, I've had moments of it as well. And, and mm -hmm. I also will say dark night of the soul and it can come very, very fast, correct? Or, and sometimes it's just, is a slow process and then you kind of like hit the wall. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think it's both. I really do because, you know, look, so many of us are on different journeys with different backgrounds. Um, and even that doesn't matter. Each of our experiences are unique which is why I'm still learning to not compare, uh, which is a hard one, I think, for all of us, even when we know. And so I think this first one, it had been building and building um, because I was an actress my entire life from Manhattan acting school. I'm out in Hollywood uh, struggling, trying to find myself away from home across the country, you know, and it was, I don't want to act anymore. Oh my God. If I'm not an actress, who am I? So it was slowly building of like feeling anxiety attacks, not knowing what they were. And then just that like, so I think it was a combination of what you said for that particular time. Right. So it's almost like losing, and you mentioned this, almost like losing your identity. Not if you weren't an actress, who were you? And if you yeah. weren't connecting to this spiritual program, then who are you? And if you, you know, all of that. And so mm -hmm. it's, and I know that in all of these lessons that we go through, all these experiences that we go through, 
being it dark and difficult, we always learn from it, but it's never a place we want to be in. <laughs> exactly. For sure. Right. And we've talked about that a lot. So. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So I know just, and again, I'm just kind of going all over the place, but just for the listeners to know, I know that you were born in New York and lived in New York. And then you had a whole life on the West Coast <laughs> and now you're back. So how long have you been? So when uh, time frame? here I am asking time frame again, but I think we met, I'm going to go, I'm going to date myself. We physically met in person right around Sandy. Do you remember that? It was right around that yes. the, the storm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do remember because I was actually here for that. Um, thank God for my parents to be in the house and to help them because they lost everything and to be in water, like up to my thighs and have my other little sister there and, you know, just be going through that was just like, talk about another part of like a wake up call, um, to see family go through that and to be in the home that you, you know, that I, that I grew up in. So, um, and you know, it's interesting. I believe I moved back shortly after that. Cause I've been back for five years. Oh Lord, I can't believe that. But yeah, it's been five years. Okay. And that's when we met. Um, and just so for the listeners to know, I had connected, talk about connections and networking and energy. I had met Tina through Twitter, actually, which I don't even really use. Uh, a student of mine um, had seen that you wanted to do a like a non-for-profit, like money for Sandy to help your parents. And I wanted to host you for your training. So you were doing angel angel certification, like a three-day course. And that's yes. how it came, came about. And I almost feel like that and Sandy was your transition to come back to the East Coast, right? Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's so interesting, you know, of the many things I've learned, the synchronicity... Uh, of just how things are set up. And even in those darkest moments, like you said before, like we don't want to be in them. I've learned now to lean into them. It's taken me a while. Uh, because in retrospect, when you look back, there are so many things that are setting up the future that serves your highest good, but sometimes we can't see that. And so how interesting, I didn't even know that, that that's how we met, but yeah, it was um, one of my angelic certification courses. Um, and I believe Billy was in that course. Yes. Who yes. now is my partner in crime. And, I know. I know. love. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to say this on air, but I, it's nothing to, uh, to not say. But I remember him attending that course. And prior <laughs> to him attending the course, I think he texted me and said, you got to... What did he say? I don't use his words, but... <laughs> I need to meet that girl or yes. I need to, I need to hang out with that girl. And I was like, wait a minute, you know, like, hold mm-hmm. on. And he knew, I mean, it was, I, I always say this, but, and I know so many people have probably said this to both of you, mm-hmm. when the two of you are together in person or even through, you know, virtually, there yeah. is such a connection you cannot deny. And I remember this, I don't know if you remember this because I was more the witness of it. The two of you met in this three-day course, and it was this tiny little room that I had, and I was like, that's it. These two, 
I didn't know what, I don't even know what was going on in either one of your lives, but I was like, <laughs> this is a connection. I don't know if you're a twin flame, if you're a soulmate, I don't know, but there is something there. And to this day, whenever I see you and I, and the work that you do together, so that might actually be a nice segue. So mm-hmm. I know we probably missed a whole <laughs> bunch of time, but as you come, as we kind of segue into that, tell us a little bit as you've come to the East Coast, you came back to the East Coast and your journey from there, what has taken off from there. And then I can't wait to share the listeners, your new podcast. So the work with Billy and all that you're doing. So however you want to share with that, I think it's so important. And it all ties in, you know, it it all ties in, in that, uh, I had been living in California for almost 20 years and I love California. Um, and my work was thriving. My career was thriving. I was traveling the world, um, teaching my courses and doing a lot virtually. And I had met Billy at the course and there was definitely a spark, but I was never going to move back. <laughs> it was just like, you know, talk about stories we tell ourselves. I'm like, no, I, I love it here. And, you know, as, as fate would have it, as, you know, spirit would have it, everything started to kind of fall, not fall apart, but close down in my business. Like the sign after sign after sign, I won't even get to, um, on top of then having this long distance relationship with this man that's incredible and flying back and forth. And it was just, I couldn't deny anymore that there was so many signs saying, the time here, at least for now, is done. You're meant to go back there. And so I had this beautiful love. Well, I have this beautiful love in in Billy and this amazing partnership, as you've said. And so many people say the same thing and it warms my heart um, because we then started to work together. But having the love of our relationship was the most amazing thing that I'd always searched for. But in the moving back, that was, that was the last dark night of the soul, um, you know, that I've had that was ironic because I'm here with this love and so excited about this part of my life, but there was so much I was mourning and leaving behind. And so there comes that, you know, depression in a sense. But in this case, it was another part of me needing to reinvent myself because so much of my past and the work that I was doing, yes, I always make it my own, but it was really teaching someone else's stuff, if you want to say, in a way. And, you know, and it came that, you know, spirit, the angels just said, no, what's going to come through you as Tina? Mm. And uh, so in acclimating here and dealing with all of that, it's taken me time to really get clear on weight. Like, what do I love? And everybody always calls me the angel person, but like, I do so much more than that. And so there's been time of really getting clear with that of, okay, well, who am I as myself, independent of me and Billy, but then Billy and I together come together and balance the masculine and feminine feminine energy. We've started meditating and have channeled all these programs. And so we've grown together in our work. And then there's been a whole part of me um, on my own of really stepping into my power and worthiness in a way that I've always longed for, like I was sharing in the beginning. What do you think now is your favorite thing to, to teach and to practice? What do you, what is it now? I know you kind of have found your way a little bit more and it's becoming 
part of you and your teachings, your channeling. What what is it now that you feel called to really share? It's constantly evolving. However, I feel that my passion is, well, one, leading meditations and channeling. I know that it's my gift. I don't feel conceited in saying that or feel bad. Like it's not that I'm bragging. I know that that is a gift, um, which is why the podcast has so much of that channeling and that teaching. But the message is really, well, for women, because I do work a lot with women, of finding that goddess within you or within them, which is really your spirit, your soul. But there's something significant about the time that we're in right now, this Aquarian age of moving away from the patriarchal society and of 2000 years and bringing back the energy of the feminine. And that's not just for females, it's for males too, of this nurturing, beautiful, intuitive energy where we're slowing down and we're really getting our own sense of self-worth and power. And so when I can help people connect to their soul, to me, that's the same thing as connecting with their angels. When I help them connect to that inner goddess, it's the same thing as connecting with that higher energy. And so I like to articulate it in different ways so that I'm not eliminating any audience, but people can kind of feel for what it means for them because that's what it's really about right now, not necessarily what we're told, what's coming from within. But sometimes we need to kind of fine tune that to be able to hear it, feel it, follow through. So I really like to help people remember the magic within them, tap into their gifts, help them see through a different perspective. Even yesterday I did a private session with a woman and she just was looking at something this one way and it was blocking her. And I just offered this one little thing of the way I saw it. And she was just like, oh my God, I feel so much lighter. I never thought to see it that way. Cause sometimes we can't. I know I I couldn't for a while. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard. Well, it's hard to, it's almost like they say it's hard to, you'll say this a lot with life coaches or people or just people in general. It's hard for you to see within your life, but someone else to see within what's going on. And so you're able to give that gift to that woman and their transformation. Yeah. Which is so great. So I want to talk about the podcast because I'm so excited about it. So I am rising. Mm -hmm. Share with us this beautiful birthing of your, of your gifts. Um, it's probably the most exciting thing that I'm, I'm, I'm doing right now on so many levels because I feel like it utilizes um, my acting background as far as, you know, my voice um, and then my channeling and then adding music. It's just this beautiful creative, co-creative um, show that are meditative in nature. I like to call them like a, a journey. Um, The I am rising is kind of a pun on the words in that, yes, I am rising, you are rising, we are rising, but the I am um, is that individualized embodiment of each one of us, the I am presence, uh, which is the soul, the spirit, the God, the goddess that is always flowing with us, but sometimes we may not be feeling it if we're over identifying with the human part of who we are. And so... I like to really mesh the two because just because I channel angels and 
um, I'm into the spiritual world doesn't mean that I don't honor the human aspects of what I'm going and growing through. There's such a gift there and it's a dance. And so through the podcast, I'm using different subject matters to help people reflect on what they're feeling, what, what I'm talking about brings up for them, and then leading a channeled process to help feel and center and um, open up to a higher energy and a higher way of seeing things. So do you feel like it is a podcast for a particular person, like a female, male? Um, is there, or do you feel like really anybody could relate to this? Now, the first two, because I've only released two, there'll be a third one released today, are goddess in nature. Um, so that would be women, but it doesn't have to be. I do say the goddess within. So yes, it could be predominantly feminine in nature, but my intention is to also you know, bring in, like some of the other ones aren't anything to do with the goddess. So I guess it's just anyone really searching for a deeper meaning, anyone that's struggling with maybe depression or their thoughts uh, that are limiting and that want to just really um, get away from the mind and start to really open the heart. Because I'm someone that has, you know, any astrologer that looks at my chart has said to me, oh my God, you have to stop thinking. So it's like, (laughs) I know what it's like to think too much, which is why I meditate so much. God only knows what my life would look like if I didn't. Um, but that means that I can have, I have a compassion and empathy of what people go through. Um, cause I go through it too. I go through so many of the ups and downs. Well, I think that's, what's so great about you've always been for as long as I've known you, you've always been so vulnerable and you've been so open with everyone, which is so relatable. And when you have that relation with other people, are you going to on the podcast have, uh, you mentioned it, but so I guess different things that come up in people's lives, like having a bad day or stress and anxiety, you'll, you'll, I guess, I guess we learn or we teach what we need to learn, or is that it? Learn what we need to teach. You'll, will there be different topics, different, um, yeah, I guess different topics about different things that are going on that people can relate to. So it could be, again, you know, maybe your boss is, you know, I don't know, not being so nice, or maybe it's something else. So will will it be more relatable like that? And then taking them into the journey of channeling and connecting to that inner part of them or however you see it. Yeah, that that's my intention. Um, and it's interesting because as I stay open and really allow myself to be in a flow, letting spirit lead it started off as, you know, a lot of this goddess energy and that will still be there because it's so much of who I am and, you know, I have a whole goddess program. So that's a big part of what I do. But um, when different things happen on the news that really get my heart, um, the way that some people write about it, for me, I like to maybe somewhat write, but then start to talk because as I talk, I'm really good in the moment as a spontaneous channel. And so then more comes, you know, comes through me. And so I want to be able to take those different topics um, and shed this higher, lighter perspective so that, you know, I think the biggest thing too is so that people don't feel like they're alone, you know? And um, I know for me sometimes when I'm going through something and I know someone else is too, it's like, oh, wow, like I I feel less alone. 
even now at this point, you know, so it's like when someone can play the podcast and just like, feel like, wow, she knows what I'm feeling. And wow, now I can see it through this new lens. That why that's like the biggest gift for me. Yeah. It's going to be, it sounds like it's going to be very healing and also very transformative as well as relatable. So to relate to people with the day-to-day, maybe the news or what's going on and Lord knows we have a lot going on in our society and our, our world. Um, and it can change. It can change from day to day very, very quickly. We're dealing with a lot of things that we, I don't think they weren't, weren't there, but we weren't addressing them. And now they're getting really heightened. So I love the fact that if you can just impact one person and through right. that healing and through that being relatable to them, what a what a gift what a, what a transformation i'm excited i have listened to i am rising and i love that and i also didn't get that with that so i'm glad you clarified the i am and you know of course i i love the i am presence that energy of that but now it makes just beautiful sense so thank you for all that you're doing oh gosh you're welcome um i'm glad to be able to even like, you know, some people, some people may not even know what the I am presence is, you know, too. So when it came to me, it was like, oh, this is so perfect too, because I want it to be universal. You know, I want, it doesn't have to be someone that's necessarily on the spiritual path, but it could be wherever the person's at. Um, there's an opportunity to go deeper through just listening and reflecting, you yeah, know. Love it. Where can people find you? Where can people find your podcast, your programs? Um, you know, share every everywhere where you are. Okay. Um, the newest website is super simple. It's tinaandbilly.com and it's spelled out A-N-D. So, um, and there's a part for me and a part for him. And then there's a part for the podcast and our work together. Um, my separate website's tinamarie444.com. Uh, I think I'll keep that for you know a while because I still have a lot on there. And then for the most part on social media, it's either Tina Marie 444 or Angel Tina Marie. So you can't go wrong if you put those in. Um, and that's, you know, Instagram and Facebook are probably the biggest ones. And then for the podcast, it's on, you know, it's on Spreaker and Stitcher and iTunes, obviously. Great. And I know this is going to air soon. How long is your contest going on? So right now I know you have a contest. Great. I have a contest that's going to be for another week. So subscribing and leaving a review on either platform um, and just sharing it. And if there's some way you can let me know that you've shared it, um, I'm going to be giving away at least two free readings. The reason I say at least two is because I'm having so much fun with a new way that I'm doing readings right now that I'm like, well, why not? do another. <laughs> so um, it's going to be at least two winners, possibly three. I love that. And just depending when it airs, if we are aired after that time, please go rate and subscribe on iTunes. So just so all the podcast listeners, you can subscribe pretty much anywhere where Tina's saying, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. But to rate and review, you want to go to iTunes and you want to give those five stars so that <laughs> the more people that listen, the more people we push up to the ranks because clearly you have a message to share and you have a gift to really get out to the world. So... This has been so exciting. I'm so glad for all the new beginnings that you have. I'm excited for the podcast and all the developments. So thank you so much for being here. 
Oh, I can't thank you enough. It's just amazing to reconnect with you and just to be on this journey with you again, even look how far we've come since, you know, since the beginning and I look forward to more. So, so super grateful. Me too. So very true. We have so much more. Well, thank you so much. Namaste. Namaste. Namaste.